Hi there. Welcome to Laughter and Libations. I'm Shanil, and this is podcast episode number 49. This episode is Laughing Matters. It's the end of the month episode for October, and that means it's time to celebrate, mix up the libation for the month, rant about random things that I find funny, and answer questions received throughout the month from listeners like you. It's the end of October. The end of October. (laughs) I cannot believe this month blew by so fast. And for me, this is the real close of the year. I know the close of the year happens in December for most For me, it's now. The year's work is done. Most commitments were met. Some were exceeded. Performance reviews are complete. And like the season changes from summer to fall, it's time for a new year, at least for work. This is my first celebration for the month. What about you? How are you feeling about your own work, whatever it is? I know there's something you accomplished this month that deserves celebrating, something that deserves recognition. Take a moment. Think about what you worked on this month. What milestones did you hit? What goals did you reach? What challenges did you overcome? Select one to focus on right now. Smile on the inside as you think about it. Now smile really big on the outside. This is a wonderful exercise to do in front of a mirror. Smiling at yourself is the best feeling. Try it. And if you need inspiration, listen to podcast episode 16 called Mirror Self Love. I'll walk you through a short exercise that you can do for yourself every day and anytime you like. Try it and let me know what you think and how you feel. If you're not in front of a mirror right now, it's okay. You can turn on your cell phone, turn on the camera, and gaze right into it. (laughs) Something else I'm celebrating this month is finally receiving the drapes for the windows in my bedroom. I placed the order way back in February, The drapes arrived for installation in June and were too short. After waiting four more months, the drapes were installed a few days ago. I didn't think making this one small change would have such a big impact on the space. The room seems bigger somehow and cozier, and this is exactly what I wanted for me and Woody. I'm happy about that. There's joy in the little things. Look for it. Take another few moments to identify at least one more thing to celebrate today. And then get ready to make the libation of the month. The libation of the month is a whiskey ricky. Whiskey Ricky, Whiskey Ricky, Whiskey Ricky. (laughs) I had to do that. It's fun to say it. This is an easy libation to make. It has three ingredients. You don't need a shaker. 
You don't need a mixing glass. You're going to make this libation in the glass you're going to drink from. And the glass to use is a highball. So grab your highball and let's get started. We need three ingredients. Whiskey, of course, fresh lime juice, and sparkling water. So let's talk about the whiskey first. I think because you are topping with sparkling water, you need to choose a whiskey that has bold flavor. I just think that's gonna work best in this libation. I think if you choose something that's really mellow, really soft, something that doesn't really have much of a punch to it, I, I just think that whiskey is going to drown once you add the sparkling water and you don't want that. So choose something with some punch. Now let's talk about the sparkling water. It seems to me that adding a sparkling water with no flavor is the best way to go. Again, you're choosing a whiskey you love with this bold flavor and you still want to enjoy that flavor. So you don't want to mask it by adding a sparkling water that has additional flavors. That's my, <laughs> that's my take on this libation. Those are my tips. And I'll tell you what I'm using. I am using Calumet Farm Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. And I chose this whiskey because for me, it has bold flavor. It's got lots of heat. It's got lots of spice. I really enjoy it. And I don't think it's going to drown under the sparkling water. So let's start. Add your ice to your glass, to your highball. And I usually I say, don't fill things all the way up. I'm going to the top with my ice. You might want to do the same. Next, you need one and a half ounces of your whiskey. I'm going to add that first. And then you need half an ounce of fresh lime juice. I've got my manual juicer and I am actually taking half a lime and I'm squeezing the lime juice directly into the highball. It's very easy to do that. No mess, no fuss. It's in there and I'm done. And the last thing is topping with the sparkling water. So I'm topping with my sparkling water. I'm not going all the way up. And then you need to give your libation a little swirl. And finally, garnish. I'm garnishing with a lime and you know I'm adding a fancy straw. Now for the taste. I like it. I can see how this can be a little dangerous. It's so light because you've topped it with the sparkling water. You think you, you probably think you can drink a lot of these. <laughs> At least I do. We have to keep reminding ourselves that we've got whiskey in here. So be careful. Don't drink too many. <laughs> Enjoy. 
Cheers. I have one rant this month, and it takes us back to last month's situation involving the loss of a toenail. Remember that? If you missed last month's Laughing Matters episode, go listen to it and come back. It'll help you appreciate the saga that's continued this month. It's kind of funny that a few years ago, I had an injury to the same toenail on the opposite foot. I'm not sure I shared which toenail was ripped off last month. It was my big toe. So now, the nails on both of my big toes have suffered injuries. They were sudden injuries, which I was not prepared for at all. (laughs) This time was an encounter with a nightstand. The last time it was a treadmill. I know. I need to be more careful. Who in the world expects toenails to rip off or crack, fall off, and then grow back crazy looking? I don't know anyone who has the problems I have with toenails. If you do, then I hope you find my story helpful. If you don't have these kinds of challenges, then you're fortunate. Just listen and laugh along with me. Now, last month, I mentioned that I had a visit set up with the podiatrist. So let's talk about that. Because since then, I've actually had three visits. (laughs) A lot has happened. The first time I went, I was nervous. I didn't know what I was going to learn. And the research online was a bit scary. I had to make myself stop reading. Have you ever noticed that The worst possibilities seem to show up in online search results right when you need good news the most. (laughs) It's odd. Sometimes it's helpful to know the full range of possibilities when you're looking for information concerning a health matter. Then there are times when, quite frankly, it's not helpful. It just isn't helpful. All that information can send you down a very long, deep road path of scariness. Fear can take over, and I've never known fear to help matters. So I stopped reading articles about trauma to the nail bed, nail removal, infections, fungus, and everything else. I decided it was better to clear my thoughts and focus on getting the best care possible. It was my very first visit to a foot specialist. So... I decided to be strategic. I figured that since I was going to see about the toenail that was ripped off, I should also have all of the other toenails examined. It's good that I did, because the toenail that got ripped off wasn't the concern. It's expected to grow back with no problems. Who knew? However, the other big toenail, which got cracked, After I hit it against a treadmill? Yeah, that one? It needed attention. That toenail seemed to have stopped growing altogether, and the recommendation was to have it removed. Surprise! I hadn't even given any serious thought to that option. Having my entire toenail removed wasn't appealing. Continuing to deal with the crazy toenail wasn't appealing either. 
I chose to have it removed. I decided, okay, let's let's do this. And so I returned to the same office a week later for the procedure, and I was even more nervous than the first time. I couldn't imagine what my toe would look like without a nail. I imagined blood, skin, ripped skin, I don't know, pain. I couldn't imagine what it would feel like to get a shot in my big toe. It, I want to laugh. <laughs> it wasn't funny then. It really wasn't. I'm the person that panics anytime I have blood drawn. Are you like that? Do you know what I'm talking about? The level of anxiety I experience when it's time to get a shot or have blood drawn is very high, crazy high. I have to go through a whole process to get into a meditative state just to get through these experiences. Hearing that I needed a shot in my big toe, well, okay. You know I had a hard time. And if you're anything like me, now might be a good time to take a sip of your whiskey, Ricky. Trust me, you want to have a couple of sips before I tell you more. (laughs) It will get graphic. But before I get to that, you know I ask several questions in advance to help me prepare. The first thing I wanted to know was, what about this shot? I was told I would need to get one shot in my big toe to numb it and that the effect would wear off after a few hours, which would be enough time for me to get home and take some kind of pain medication, and I was satisfied with that. When I asked about how painful the shot would be, I was told the pain would last about 10 seconds. I thought, okay, 10 seconds, that doesn't seem too bad. I also asked about how the pain compared to something like a flu shot, and I was told it was worse. This didn't exactly excite me. I had a week to prepare myself. And in my case, this meant not thinking about it until I absolutely had to, which was the morning of the procedure. I imagined myself sitting in a chair with my legs propped up, like being in a recliner. Ten seconds didn't seem so long. I felt sure I could survive it. (laughs) So let's get to the experience. There I am sitting in the chair with my big toe propped up, ready to go. The doctor comes in and wastes no time getting right to it. I'm hit with some kind of cold spray, followed by the shot, which feels crazy. It's a sharp, quick pain. That's the only way I can describe it. I squeeze my hands together. My eyes are closed. I mean, these are the exact opposite things to do. It's better to relax your body. I know this. I just can't do it. Ten seconds pass, the pain subsides, and here comes a second shot. What? Second shot no one told me about. Cold spray, needle, pain greet me again before I can say a word. Ten seconds pass, the pain subsides, and I think, great, it's over. When I'm told I need a third shot. Three shots. I want to scream. (laughs) Cold spray, needle, and pain. Or at least I think I feel pain. I'm not sure because the toe is already beginning to numb. 
Whatever, there's a needle in my big toe. I open my eyes to see blood streaming down my toe and my toe is twice its normal size. It's blown up. (laughs) I'm not prepared for it. I just stare at it. I can't stop staring at it. I blurt out, what happened to my toe? The doctor explains that it's all this fluid that's been injected (laughs) into it. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I guess, I, 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 you know, it's a lot. Meanwhile, the doctor has moved on to the removal process. I close my eyes. I, I can't. I close my eyes for the entire time. I can't bring myself to watch. I can hear the nail being clipped away. I can feel tugging when the pieces of nail are pulled from my skin. It doesn't hurt. It's just weird. I imagine all these things. My imagination runs wild. I imagine that my toe is soaked with blood. I still can't look. You know, as I think about it, maybe I should have What I conjured up in my mind might have been far worse than the reality. I don't know. I didn't look. I I just can't say. Would you have opened your eyes (laughs) to see your toenail being (laughs) removed if if it had been you? (laughs) If you answer yes, you're brave. The good thing is it didn't take long to remove the toenail, and the cleanup was quick. I finally opened my eyes right before the toe was wrapped up. It it didn't look as bad as I expected. It wasn't good. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't as bad as I thought. Plus, the good thing is I won't have to worry about it ever again because it's never going to grow back. A chemical was used to destroy the nail matrix. Yep, I did it. I did that. So a week later, I returned for the third visit, the follow-up visit. And I was happy to learn that the healing process was proceeding well. And it continues to, you know, it's going well. It takes a lot of, of care, daily care, cleaning and making sure that it doesn't get infected and all of that, you know, just all of that stuff. No complaints, though. It's going well. It's been a journey and it's not over because it's not completely healed yet. I have accepted that it was time to say goodbye to this toenail and all of its troubles. it's time for Q&A. I have one question this month, and let me remind you to send in questions. If you've got any questions for me related to laughter and libations, increasing laughter, increasing joy, I don't know, something about a libation, you've got a suggestion for a libation, something about whiskey since I've started that journey, reach out. Let me know. Okay, here's the question. What suggestions do you have for self-care for a retired woman? First, 
I love that you're focusing on self-care. You mentioned being retired, which is awesome. And perhaps you're asking this question because you have more open time. I'm guessing that may not be the case. I'm guessing that it might be. And that can be a good thing. My first suggestion is that you make self-care a priority every day. Don't think of it as optional or something to do later or something to do every now and then. You're retired and I'm assuming you've got more control over your time. You can really focus on what you want to focus on. So make it a priority every day. I'm saying self-care needs to be an integral part of your life every day, like breathing. Remember that self-care is unique to you. What you need may be very different than what someone else needs. So my second suggestion is to set at least one self-care goal. Start with one because I don't, I don't want you to be overwhelmed. If you start with more, it can, it can be overwhelming. It depends. I'm saying one, if you feel you can do more, then do more. You decide. And if you need help identifying self-care goals, it may be helpful to answer one or all of these questions. I thought about this and I came up with three questions that I think can help with this process. The first is, what's the one thing you aren't doing that you wish you were doing for yourself? That's the first question. The second question, what's the one thing that you need the most at this point in your life? And the third question is, what's the one thing you promised you'd start doing for yourself after you retired? I don't know which question resonates with you. Pick one. You don't have to answer all of them. They're all driving at the same thing. Select a question that appeals to you and don't overthink your answer. I suspect the answer will come quite easily. You're already primed for this because you reached out and asked me about it, so it's already on your mind. Once you have your answer, you're ready to move on to the next step, which is finding ways to achieve that goal. This leads to my third suggestion. And it is to identify one action you can take every day that aligns with your self-care goal. Keep it simple. Don't make it complicated. Many times I find that taking small, consistent steps is what leads to the big results we want. Taking intentional actions each day is one of the essential steps I talk about for increasing laughter and joy in your life. That's exactly what I'm talking about doing now. So let's review. First, make self-care a priority every single day. Second, select at least one self-care goal. And the third and final step is to identify one action you can take each day that aligns with your self-care goal. I hope you find this information helpful. You can hear more suggestions from my self-care video series on Instagram. Go to Laughter and Libations, select the Reels icon, 
then select series and you'll see the tea talk series in this series i share my approach to self-care I walk you through the process I use to set self-care goals. I talk about finding your self-care flow, and I offer suggestions on how to track progress on your self-care journey. Thank you for listening. Connect with me on Instagram at Laughter and Libations or Twitter at Laughs and Libs. Subscribe or follow the podcast wherever you're listening today, and let me know your thoughts leave a comment, leave a rating. Please share the podcast with someone you think will enjoy it or find it helpful. Finally, check out laughterandlibations.com for articles on related topics. Until the next time, find what makes you laugh and joy will find you.